You're listening to the Kennel Confidential Podcast brought to you by the United Tree and Feist Association. I'm your host, Davin Ramage. I'm your co-host, Chad Wagner. Let's get into the episode. All right, back again and late. I think we're getting in a late groove, it feels like, but better late than never, I guess. Tonight, we have got uh, Mr. Owen Brayson with us and Chad on the line, of course. And uh, we're going to jump into an episode and learn a little bit about Owen. He's got two dogs that I'm curious about, Duchess and Duke. And we're going to give him an opportunity to tell us a little bit about the dogs of yesteryear. And let's just get started. Owen, Chad, you there? I'm here. Owen's here. All right. How are you, Mr. Owen? I'm doing fine. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm honored. Glad to have you on. Y'all had a hunt this past weekend, didn't you? Somewhere in Mississippi. We sure did. Yeah, a little town called Hazelhurst. We actually had it at a wildlife management area up there called Kapawa Management Area. And it's uh, managed by Med Palmer. And the state really, him being a state employee, they really helped us out a lot. They showed us a lot of good places to go. We utilized their headquarters and... Had a, had a really good turnout, you know, considering weather conditions. Weather was not in your favor. <laughs> no, it was not. You know, I mean, 18 degrees, you know, in, in Mississippi, we're not ready for that. You know? <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, everybody had a great time. We had 12 dogs that morning, six in the bench show, and six that evening. And uh, everybody, everybody had a really good time. It was low score course you know because of the weather conditions but it was still a lot of fun well a lot of new people i guess for clarity that is the mississippi tree and fossil association if anybody wants to look them up on facebook or come to an event that's correct yep that's right now what we were really we're located in a little town of popperville mississippi but uh you know i come up with an idea to kind of move our show around the different parts of our state you know to get more people interested and, you know, and uh, to our sport and, you know, and help people with travel expenses, you know, that kind of thing. So anyway, I, I thought it was a good idea. And so far it's, it's working out, you know, well, we registered several dogs that had ever hunt. That always makes it worth it. Yes. Yes, I think so. You know, it's it's kind of stressful, you know, when you're the hunt director, you know, it's stressful at times, you know, getting everything together, but I've been doing it so long that it just it just falls together. I'm I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with it now. It never bothers me. I just watch Chad do all the sweating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, before we fall too deep into it, um Tell us a little bit about who you are. You told us where you're from, uh, but tell us a little bit about who you are and, and some other hobbies you have when you're not following okay. dogs around. All right. Well, um, I'm 63 years old, have two children, I'm single, and I worked for an aerospace company for 35, 39 years, 39 years, and I'm retired now and full-time squirrel dog trainer, hunter. That makes me jealous. It is. I I I don't even tell my friends because it does. It makes them jealous too. So I try not to do it. Yeah, you're yeah. a better friend than me because I'd rub their nose in it. Yeah, I really enjoy <laughs> it. I really do. It's a it's a year round project for me. You know, I hunt them. You know, not kill hunt, but I hunt them year round, and pretty much every day, every day but Sunday. 
Yeah, I try, but those dog days and those rattlesnake days, Chad likes to tease me about. <laughs> in the dog days of yeah. summers, he won't ever let me hear he the end of my chat. Your in country my... in wintertime. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. As long as yeah, I can't see here, them, I'm good with them. But once I know they're there, Ed, I don't like it. Well, we deal with all of it, you know, the the gators and moccasins and everything. But the worst thing to me is mosquitoes. <laughs> well, if you're down that South oh, Mississippi well. and you're only worried about mosquitoes, I don't want to see your mosquitoes either. <laughs> well, they're terrible. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. Well, Owen, like I said uh, before we had hit record here, kind of what led me around to you, I've never met you in person. I look forward to it one day. Um, but Yeah, me what, too. What led me around to you was I listened to some of these other podcasts and interviews, and there was a dog that kept being mentioned. Everybody keeps saying, Owen Brayson had this little Duchess dog. And mm-hmm. I told Chad, I said, let's get Owen on. Let's hear about Duchess because I keep hearing her mentioned. But I don't know anything else about her. Well, okay, I'll I'll try to start from the beginning. You know, uh, I had I had squirrel dogs, but I didn't know about competitions or anything like that. And I think it was somewhere. I, I tried to think before you called me what the dates were, and I'm thinking somewhere around 1990. I got introduced to ATFA. You know, someone said, "Hey, you ever thought about competition?" I said, "I never even heard of it." So they told me about a guy, and he drove all the way because ATFA. If you're familiar with them, they uh they must see a dog, you know, tree a squirrel before you know before you can uh, register the dog in their association. So he came. I was impressed with that. He came all the way from Baton Rouge, which is two and a half hours probably from me, to uh, see my dog tree a squirrel, and. Anyway, in her in her defense, it was in the middle of the day, but we struggled. I mean, we did. It went. We went probably hour and a half before before she finally treed one, you know. And anyway, we get back to the truck, and he says, "Oh," and he says, uh, "He says, you know, your, your little dog is okay and everything, but if you want to compete and with the ATFA, you're gonna have to get rid of this junk and get your river <laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'll never forget him calling my dog junk, you know, because I do love my dogs, you know. But anyway, but I didn't even know what a river run was. I didn't know, you know. And we have a uh, paper. Uh, it's a statewide publication of uh, swap swap shops kind of stuff, you know, buy and sell. And it, it, it always has dogs in there, you know, like squirrel dogs and you know, coon hounds and stuff like that. But it never talked about breed but just so happened it one that said river run female <laughs> and i said that's that bloodline that man talking about you know so i went and got her and um and it was mr bruce gaddy i think he lives in crystal springs mississippi he had her and he got her straight from jerry Ayrton. and if you're listeners they know who that is he's the one that started the river run bloodline Anyway, he told me to, you know, take her and try her. Well, I mean, the first time I took her out, I got 12 squirrels with her. So I, I called him back. I said, Mr. Mr. Gaddy, I said, just cash that check because she ain't coming back. I love it, you know. <laughs> so uh, anyway, she did really good. I mean, she won just, I mean, just every time I went to hunt, if I didn't win, it was right at it. You know, it was in the, it was in the top five all the time. So, I mean, I really had a lot of fun with her. But uh, she had an early death, 
She died at three and a half years old, uh, faking a snake. A daggum snake crawled in her pen and got her. Oh, man. And, um, yeah, no, but I did breed her, and that, that's part of the story where Todd Cole comes in. I did breed her to a uh, booster dog, and I had a puppy out of it. And he was about 10 months old, and I had messed with him a little bit, but it was hard to leave Dutchess in the pen, you know. So I didn't I didn't take him as much as I normally do as I do now. And um but when she died it was it just happened to be Christmas holidays in our company we had two weeks off for Christmas holidays. So I said, Well boys, if you're gonna make a squirrel dog, it's gonna have to be now. And I took him out and he hadn't treed up until that point either. And I mean he hunted a little bit but he didn't tree. Well that, that day he treed one. Well, then the next day he treat another one. <laughs> the next day he treat another one, and and he just he started. And by the end of that two weeks, he was a squirrel dog. You know, I mean, I could take him and go kill squirrels with him. But my point with that is, if she hadn't died, I'd have never knew how good he was going to be, and he turned out to even be better than her. And I know, I, I know that people look roll their eyes when they when I say that, but he was he was exceptional. I mean, he. Did every, he just he spoke English is all I can tell you. I mean he really knew what was going on. He knew when we was competing. He knew when we was pleasure hunting. He just he just knew things. It was very. I learned a lot. I learned and I still do. Even at my age, I still learn a lot every time I take a, a dog. On Duchess, now I, I'm sure about the only thing you hunted was ATFA. Did you keep grand in ATFA? No, I no, I did, I did win some, but like I said, now she died pretty early. I mean, I didn't hunt her for like two years, you know, and um, I did win some ATFA hunts, and I was gonna, I was gonna tell that because uh, Todd conveniently keeps leaving that part of the story out. <laughs> <laughs> but when I met him, I met him in uh, uh, Scotland, Arkansas, I believe it was, and anyway, I was, you know. I was thinking about breeding her, and I I wanted. I've been hearing about this uh, mountain curse mystery that was just, you know, like four four world time champion or something, you know. And but I didn't want a full blood, you know. I wanted about I wanted a half river run. I mean, I had a recipe in mind. I wanted half river run, half mystery. Uh, well, um, lo and behold, I meet Todd and. He said, man, you ever thought about breeding? I said, yeah, I am. He said, well, I got one you need to breed to. And he told me how it was bred. And I said, man, was that meant to be or what, you know? So she was coming in, so I left her with him. And then we met a month or two later, you know, and he brought her and to the uh, LBL hunt. And I picked her up, you know, and that's where Duke came from right there, Duke. And he had one named Lamey. And she was better than Duke, but she died at an early age too. She, uh, Todd had a kennel accident where she would jump up trying to climb the fence and got hung up in the wire somehow or another. It was just terrible, but she was actually better than he was. But it was sad that we couldn't make that cross again for sure. So Duke was out of, out of booster and Duchess. That's correct. Yep. Oh, the part that Todd leaves out that I want to bring up is she won that hunt that day. <laughs> I keep telling him, I say, you keep forgetting that part. <laughs> <laughs>
so the little ten month old pup that you hadn't messed with until until Duchess died was the was the Duke dog. Yes. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. And did you hunt him mostly just ATFA as well? I hunted I hunted ATFA. No, I hunt I hunted everything as I still do. You know, if there's an NKC hunt near me, I go to it. UKC is pretty much what I am because I, you know, I put those type hunts on. But I also attend the ATFA. I enjoy them. ATFAs were, you know, my first introduction into competition. So I still enjoy their their uh, their events for sure. <clears throat> and if we could get him to come up here to some hunts, Devin, you'd meet him. <laughs> i'm coming i promise you i'm coming i am we did have we are yeah, there are some it. mississippi guys make the trip up and they're always fun to have around i make them he's just oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> i do come up there i've been to lbl a few times i sure have so i mentioned coming on the show but uh well Devin talked to me about it like he said because because he had heard about duchess in several other podcasts he's like well you think we can get Owen on here? And I said, I, I believe we can. <laughs> so I, I called Owen a day or two later, and we was talking about something. I said, I've got a question for you, Owen. He said, what's that? And I said, uh, you, would you be interested in doing a podcast? Well, I don't know. I said, well, let me let me change that around. You're going to do a podcast with us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. But really, I really want to do it. You know, I, 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 I love the idea, but I just don't know that I'm your best interview. You know, I'm just, I, I get nervous and forgetful <laughs> and everything else. But, yeah, I, I'm really honored that you're even asking me for sure. Well, and and kind of another thing that I would like to try to get out of you a little bit, maybe, is you know we've done some some breeder spotlights on you know some of the Grayson dogs and Box Creek and uh, and stuff like that. I really don't know anybody that has been involved with the River Run except for you. Mm-hmm. And I know we're talking to you about Duchess and Duke, and and we know Duchess was a River Run, and and you got into that. But could you tell us a little bit about the River Run dogs? The I guess their attributes and kind of why you wanted one, and and, and what makes them, or you know what made yeah. them so popular. Well, all right, I I can I can tell you, but no. I want you to know, and your listeners know, that just my opinion, you know, but I have, I have had them for a lot of long time, so I do know a little bit, but uh, they're, they tend to be hot nose, you know, they're really hot nose, which, you know, can hurt you in a competition if the squirrels aren't stirring very well, but, um, but I, I lean towards pleasure hunting probably more than a competition hunt, so I'm okay with it. You know, and I, I like I like that. I like going to the tree, and you know, most of the time, it's you know, eight out of ten, you're going to see a squirrel. You know, I like that. So that's what I like. And they're really fast. They pretty much start early. Just it's just something that I I'm, I it's my hunting style. I've hunted with I don't I don't know if I'll even call names, but I've hunted with several bloodlines, and I like a lot of them. There's a lot of them I like. I like the collies. I like I like uh, champ bloodlines. I like all that, but this is just what I like. This is what suits me. But 
Now, you know, I, I say that, but, you know, even though the river runs you or any breeze, you know, they have certain things that you can kind of expect, you know, because you've seen it in their ancestors, you know, but they're, they're individuals too, you know, they're, <laughs> they're, they some of them got some quirks there that's a little different than anything you've seen. I've run into that several times, you know. Jerry sat on his tailgate one time with me and told me the story, how it started, but since then, I think he was kidding me or or what, but I've heard about three different stories of how it started. <laughs> so I don't know if mine is really that accurate or not. But he told me that he had a uh, a dog or he had a restaurant, if I got this right. It's been 35 years ago, but it was a restaurant. And he was throwing scraps out to this, this dog that was hanging around. And one day he... Uh, he heard it barking down in the woods, and he went down there to have a squirrel, and he happened to have his gun in his truck. So he went down there and got it, and lo, lo and behold, he took that dog home with him. And that was J.D. That's what started it. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, he bred it to some uh, Mr. Robert Kimmer's cur dogs. And that's where the um, Jewel and Rubies and um, uh, Baby and uh, I forget, there were several of those chips came out, and he bred them back to J.D., and that's where the beaver and Blue Water Rusty and um, several others, I, I know I'm forgetful. Like I said earlier, I'm forgetful now, but there was lots of good dogs come out of that. So that guy from Baton Rouge, was he was right. If you wanted to compete back then, you had to have a river run. <laughs> Because they was winning now. The beavers and the blue waters and all that, they were they were definitely winning. Oh, and oh, lo and behold, I forgot. Van Cochran's buck, you know, from here in Mississippi. See, I almost forgot that one. That was out of that same cross. Now, was that blue water rusty? Was that Porter's blue water rusty? That's correct. Yep. That, I've got some of that way back in probably – fifth or sixth generation on on a couple of my dogs really really yeah yeah, yeah. well that explains a lot well I, which river run <laughs> did uh duchess come out of uh she was uh, her daddy was a dog called rooster which was out of jd and jewel and then he bred it back to the mama which was jewel so it was a son to daughter cross or son, son to mama cross. And I always try to get yeah. uh, like a picture painted of the dog, especially these dogs of yesteryear that you can't get on Facebook and find them real easily. So what did yeah. that just look like, you know, or her size, her uh, she, weight? Uh, I would, she was bigger than she, you know, ATFA that was uh, 17 inches was the measurement for the female, 18 for a male. And she pushed the heck out of that 17. <laughs> she was 17 or, or all of it, you know. Yeah, but she was a blondish red dog. Like Blue Water Rusty, you've probably seen pictures of him in the ATFA book. Looked a lot like him. I like red. Yeah, me too. Me too. Well, I take know it. Chad does. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll I tell you what now. Chad's got a humdinger in that bow now, I'm telling you. I've, I've drawed him twice, and I'm, he's the real deal. He is the real deal. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, we. Uh, I was just sitting here looking. 
on my doll female on her mother's side goes back to Porter's Blue Water Rusty. Yeah. And they, they bred Porter's Blue Water Rusty to a, uh, a Cadillac Jack female. There you go. <laughs> and uh, that's how it kind of come into mind. You know, we talk a lot about it, and it's it's good we talk to you, and, you know, we've talked to uh, Todd. And, you know, there for a long time, there was an imaginary line between Tennessee and Kentucky. The dogs from the south didn't go north, and the dogs from the north really didn't go south much. Right. We didn't cross over there. You know, the booster dogs, then the uh, river run dogs, a lot of those collie dogs, we didn't really ever see those up here much right and the only yeah. thing i heard about river run was boy a little bit goes a long way is, is well, they, they, they can be a handful now they can because like i said they're they're a live wire you know but if you get them you get them on a squirrel i mean they're, they're well i'm gonna brag if i say too much but they're hard to beat i'll just put it like that they you brag at your show you brag. <laughs> i mean they're fast i mean they're fast and they and they'll they'll put them up quick if they're stirring you know i mean if they ain't you know it can be nasty you know because they, they want to tree a little bit but they don't want and that's that was one of the reasons i wanted to go to the uh, uh smith streak with duchess because she was a little loose on the, on a cold tree you know and I seen these mountain curves just lay up on a tree and put their chest on the tree. And I said, I want, that's what I need for competition, you know, because on them cold days, they're like, I don't know if I want to call her on that or not, you know, but so, but, and it worked too. It worked. But then I dove right back into the river run and I stayed steady with that. You know, I just, I just bounced out that one time. I stayed steady with that, and uh, it, it worked out. But now here just recently, you know, I'm doing it again. I, only this time it's going to be the uh, barger line. And out of all these years, I've never had a barger, and now I finally, I finally got some of that in my kennel. I went to uh, Casey Simon's Merle Dog. Okay. Which is the same kind of same thing that I did with Todd because Merle was – I believe, if I'm not mistaken, half river run, you know, so it was kind of the same recipe I did years ago. Staying back in yesteryear, but coming forward a little bit then, bring us into Duke. So you've told us already that um, he was crossed, Duchess was crossed with Todd Cole's booster line and how you got Duke, right? That's correct, yeah. Which, um, I guess, male out of Todd's line did you cross with? Uh, It was Booster himself. Oh, you went right to Booster. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure about yeah. timeline-wise because you mentioned that uh, Duchess was back in the 90s. So. This was a long time ago. <laughs> yes, it was a long time ago. <laughs> well, I guess what we should have asked was how close was Duke and Duchess. So I guess maybe you had them at the same time yeah. or close to the same time. Yeah, that's, that's correct. I thought yeah, maybe timeline-wise. Probably, probably about the – I think they were exactly the same age, I believe, yeah. Okay. Todd, Todd held up a little better than I did. I <laughs> looked my age. <laughs> well, so did was Duke a brindle dog? I know Booster puts that brindle yeah. on him, and it's yeah, hard to cover was, up. He was what? I'm sorry, Dan. Yeah, he was brindle. He was what I call a uh, orange brindle. You know, it was like like the boxer type brindles. Oh, like a reverse brindle kind of. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
and I guess that came from Todd's Brindle and my red, you know, so it was perfect mix for that color, I guess. And was he in that 17-inch size or 18-inch or smaller? Oh, yeah. No, he, he, he was fine. Yeah, he made it easy. He was he was probably about 16 inches tall. Yeah, that's and, a uh, good you know, Their size. limit's 18. Yeah, he was he was perfect for us. That. He was easy, easy. Yeah. But, yeah, he uh, what happened to us down here, Davin, is uh, we had a little storm called Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of that one. And, yeah, and it just it devastated our world. It it just devastated us. I mean, all all of, we felt like all our trees were down, and we felt like they would never come back. I mean, you couldn't walk five feet without climbing or crawling. I mean, it was just it was just anybody listening that lived through that knows what I'm talking about. Anyway, so I I hung in there because I had so much invested in in my breeding program and everything. I had good dogs, but I just I just couldn't, you know, it, they were wasting in the pen. I couldn't do it. So I started diving them out. And all but Duke. Duke ain't going nowhere. He stayed here. But everybody else, I, I, I didn't even sell them. I gave them away. And, uh, but I gave them where I knew they'd have good homes. And fast forward, I don't know how many years. Uh, 2005 was when that happened. So I got out at about seven. And I don't know, I think it was 19, 2019, so 10, 10 years plus, maybe 15 years later, I'm on Facebook and I'm looking at these puppies, pretty puppies, real fine, I like them. And then I look, uh, at it, the guy posted the pedigrees too. Well, it had some of my dogs in it, you know, it went back to Dutchers even. And I says. Man, I said, I like your puppies, and I really like how they bred, ha-ha, you know, in a text. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and and this guy that I'm talking about is a pastor in Arkansas named Michael Carter, and him and Chad West are partners. But, and uh, anyway, and he said, immediately he texted me back. He said, you want one? And I said, well, you know, I'm going to retire in about a year. I said, you know, it'd be perfect. I, I, I'll call you back in about a year and see if you got any puppies in. And he goes, I don't know. And he said, you you got a year to mess with him every evening when you come home. And when you retire, you'll have a squirrel dog be ready. Well, he was right. You know, I mean, he, he made sense. I said, you know, he's right about that. And I said, okay, well, how much you want for him? And he said, 500. <laughs> <laughs> And I said, "Oh Lord, I'm used to the 150. I hadn't, I hadn't come into the age yet, you know." I said, "Well, I don't know." And he said, "No, no." He says, "He said I want you to have one." He said, "I know who you are." He said, "I want you to have one," and I didn't even, I'll never forget it. I didn't even tell him thank you. I said, "I'm on my way," and I got <laughs> up that next morning, son, and I was on my way. But the funny part about it, Davin, is I went on my motorcycle. And I went up there and got him. He was only six weeks old. And I bought one of those little pet taxis and put on the back of my bike. And I put a towel over it. It wasn't cold weather or anything. And, and I brought him home. So his first introduction was on a motorcycle. Well, and I had heard that story. Uh, I think that was on the UKC. And I was telling Chad about that one. But for some, yeah. I had in my head that he rode in, the, rode in the saddlebag, so I guess my version of it was just a little more dramatic. <laughs> no. Nah, so he wasn't yeah, a pet carrier. I, guess I, 
I actually could have done that, but a pet carrier. But I had one of them little soft ones. It was pretty cool. He he did. Every time I got him out, man, it was it was. Yeah, he was really happy as could be, you know. So it, it didn't bother him. That just gives me an idea. I know how I can get completely independent pups now. <laughs> if I put them on either one of my motorcycles, them suckers are going to be deaf before we get anywhere. Yeah, I know. I, I stay quiet. I do have a Harley, but I stay quiet with mine. I didn't put the pipes on. Well, and and not to skip past Duke too much, but did you do um, did you do a lot of competition hunting with Duke? Yes, sir. He he's a. Uh, he never made ATFA champion, and, and the reason is tough with ATFA. You have to travel, you know what I mean, because they have, like, one in each state, and it's just a lot of traveling, you know, involved. So I didn't make a lot of their hunts, but I did do UKC, and I wound up making him a grand champion in UKC. Okay. Sure did. Or he made himself one. I was just part of it. You just <laughs> I told him right. there. Yeah. Oh, now he was. Now I know everybody likes Dutchess, you know, especially the boys I, that grew up hunting with me. They loved her and everything, but Duke was the one. He was the one. Well, that was going to be one of fact, my questions. That, yeah, he, he, uh, uh, I say he was 12, 13 years old, and he was blind and deaf. And every day, because I let him be a dog then, you know, he's out in the yard and everything, and sleeping most of the time. But every once in a while, I'd hear him down the woods treeing. <laughs> and uh, the poor thing would be bumping into trees and everything else, you know. And uh, anyway, this kid, that, or he's a grown man now, but he, he said, look, my kids, I, I promised them I'd take them squirrel hunting, and I got a friend and his, his kids, and can we borrow Duke? And I said, man, I said, I said, you know, he can't see, and he came here. I said, he will tree, but I don't, I don't think he'll do too well with him. Well, it's just kids. So it'll be all right. I said, all right. Well, he come, man. You ought to heard the stories. I think they killed like thirty squirrels with him that morning. Wow. So, I mean, he got in a, he got in a fence row. I think they were in a good place, of course. But yeah, he got into a fence row, and they said it was like one right behind the other. So that's that's what. Uh, I don't know if y'all telling me the truth, but you just melted me down right there. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best thing you could have ever told me. And them kids were hooked. I guarantee you. They probably thought, man, if a blind oh, yeah. and deaf he, dog can do he, this, I wonder what one that can see can do. Yeah. He, he called me. He was still in his truck coming home. He said, there, he's in their lap right now. They wouldn't let him, <laughs> let me put him in the dog box. <laughs> so but, do you have now go back to Duke and Duchess that you still got? Yeah. Yep, they all do. And that, that puppy that I forgot to elaborate on that, any that puppy is one I'm calling Piro, the one I got from Chad. I mean, from uh, Michael Carter. And he has done very well, you know, very, very well. I mean, he's already made ATFA grand champion and he's made a UKC grand champion. And I know he's NKC champion. I don't know. I have to look to see if he's an NKC grand. I'm not sure. I don't think he's made grand yet. We don't have a lot of those around us anymore, those type hunts. But, yeah, I even, and, and I told you earlier when I started that they're a hot-nosed dog, you know. So, but, I, you know, I, I'm I, and it's, uh, NSD. That's all new to me. I've never even heard of NSD, when, you know, back in the day. So, that's new to me, but. You know, I'm, I'm doing pretty good in these others. I might want to try that. 
And somebody says, well, you know, they do that midday cast. You sure you want us to? I said, well, yeah, I better practice for that. <laughs> <laughs> a lecture walking well, he did huh? good. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. He looked at me like, what are we doing? We're in the middle of the day. <laughs> I said, okay, maybe this NSD ain't for me. I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, Pedro down there at Mississippi. We I went down there for the Mississippi State hunt that they had, and uh, me and Vance and Anna loaded up and took off down there. And we hunted that morning and had a pretty good hunt that morning. And we got back and just all sitting around aggravating and agitating each other. <laughs> time around to, to draw out, and he draws the cards out, and it was. He was a judge, so his name was already on the card, and then he drawed my name. Mm-hmm. And sure enough. Sure enough. Sure enough, yeah. All the cards sitting there, he draws Vance. Yeah. Here me him and Vance going to the woods together. And uh, uh, that was a fun cast. Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. All three dogs. Dog. Yeah, that, all three dogs, Davin. You, you'd love that. Uh, that was probably the, the, the best cast I ever been on. I mean, all three dogs were split treat and hammering the whole time. And and I like to tell people, you know, if Piro hits the right conditions, you can't beat him. Well that was that was his conditions and he got beat. <laughs> <laughs> but Chad will tell you it was close, wasn't it, Chad? Oh yeah, it, yeah, we yeah. we had a good time. Yeah. We had a I think time. I think Piro like he timbered one and i got minus and that hurt pretty bad but but it was like tit, tit and tag i mean it was like i know it was on they were all three of them dogs were on fire we was in them that day yeah that was a pretty powerful cast to be out on mm-hmm. so uh what does east bully kennels look like now we, we know we know you got uh payroll uh-huh so um what other dogs you got right now i have uh a little jip that's uh, full blood river run. I'm talking about Tim Cosby type river run. Anybody listening that knows Tim Cosby knows what I'm talking about. And he's a big river run man. Anyway, and I got two puppies out of her that I went to Merle with. And both of them, they're about nine months old now. And they're starting to tree a little bit. And um, beautiful black and tan. I mean, beautiful little dogs, and that's where I'm at now. You you had a blue one come out of a litter. Was it earlier this year or last year? Did you keep that one? No, that was that was in that same cross. That little river run crossed over to Merle. You know, she's black and tan. He's black and tan. I figured they'd all be black and tan, but they were the blue one popped out. <laughs> and it and look it, it struck some it, it struck i mean you should have seen the the thread that went oh on. Uh, yeah that's what caught my that. attention which it was <laughs> i mean it's you don't see those pop out a whole lot and and so no. when i saw it it caught my attention and i went to the comments and i thought man he could ask an arm and a leg for that puppy <laughs> yeah yeah well uh the stud fee got that one. Oh, i got you okay yeah yeah casey casey said that one's coming to my house <laughs> okay you got it yeah so what what are the but, litters you got planned right now well i have a uh f- another full blood river run male here and that i plan on uh breeding to my river run female so i'm gonna it'll be a first time cross so we'll see if that that's gonna work or not 
Well, and we had a listener, actually. um, I don't know if he reached out to you or not, and I apologize to him because his name's leaving me. But um, I believe he was in Texas, and he had reached out and was kind of asking questions, bloodline this and that. And I would said something about River Run, and I guess in his research he said, Mm -hmm. well, I hadn't heard of those dogs. And I told him, I don't know, you know, because you don't see a lot of full River Runs anymore. I said, but I think Owen over in Mississippi has probably got a pretty good stock of full River Run. Uh, I got I got a male and a female that's just as river run. I, I, I jokingly say this, but um, that male ought to have four eyes, probably. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you, he really doesn't have any behavior problems. He's beautiful. I mean, I, I ain't seen nothing that would let you think that maybe he was that that type of breeding, you know. But he is. Well, is there anyone I mean that you know of? Would you think that you have the the strongest stock of river run in your kennel or river? Is are they still going? I guess that's what I'm lost on. Yeah, I'm. Well, you know, I, uh, like I said, I had I had a a time period that I wasn't in, so I didn't keep up like I should have. And so when I come back, I, I really didn't see a whole lot. But just recently, you know, on Facebook, I see some people saying that. They, they got a river run or you know they they're somebody they know has one so they're still out there they're still out there i don't know anybody that's breeding them uh just to be having river runs out. exclusively that's the word i was looking for hey it, you know a lot of these lines that, w- that we're reaching back and talking about you know they're unfortunately they're getting so watered down um that we're losing some of these lines if we're not careful. Right. right. I agree with that. I do. So, yeah. Well, Owen, it's, it's, it, it's hit there about my favorite time now. Uh, story time. Now we okay. funny story out of people. Now, whether you admit any, to any stories or not, we'll, we'll see, but any funny stories on yourself out there? No, I'm pretty straight up. I don't have no. I'm kidding. There is some. I, I, you caught me off guard, though. I don't know of any right now. Well, um, I tried to reach out to Barrett, your son, on Facebook, oh and I Lord. did it kind of late notice. <laughs> and we're not officially Facebook friends, so he probably doesn't even know that. You know, Facebook hides the messages unless you're officially <laughs> friends or whatever. So I've been sitting yeah. here staring at Facebook through this whole interview, hoping that he would see the message and get back to me. Man, I, I, I tell you what, I'm, I'm glad he didn't. Hell, he'd have got me. Well, <laughs> there, there is there is some good stories. I don't know. Some of them might be long winded. Well, so but, if the way you react by the relief that Barrett didn't get back to me in time, or that I, I guess I should say, <laughs> I got to him too late. Uh, yeah, right. If you were afraid yeah. of Barrett telling any story, what would that be? Ah, well, he was with me one time. I have a I have a friend that hunts these high fence exotic ranches, and most of them being in Texas. Anyway, he was talking to one of the owners, and the owner told him they had a a squirrel problem, said so he was just eating all the feed for his uh, exotic animals. And he said, "Well, I have a friend that can help you out." Talking about me, you know. <laughs> so he called me up and I said, "Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Help me find me and Barrett. Load up with him." Barrett's about 10 years old. Anyway, we load up. Well, we meet that owner when we get there. And I says, uh, hey, man, you sent us an exotic ranch. 
I said, now, does that mean lions and tigers? Or, you know, he goes, no, 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 no. He said, it's just grazing animals. You ain't got nothing to worry about. He said, well, maybe that, you better watch that Watusi now. He's a little bit mean. Well, I laughed, you know, because I think Watusi's a dance. I ain't never even heard of that. Do y'all know what a Watusi is? No, but just for a quick time out, this is all coming back to me. Do you remember, Chad, when we were talking to Todd, he mentioned Owen during his emo yeah. story, and he said, if y'all ever talk to Owen, ask about the Watusi. And this is just dawning on me right now. But I did look no, it up. So a Watusi looks like a longhorn, but uh, yes. they got twice the horns, and the base of their horns about as big as a basketball. Yeah, and they're about seven foot at the shoulders. Yeah, they're Whoa. huge. Yeah, they're big. <laughs> <laughs> But it was it was funny, Davin. It was just he he scripted it. He says, "Look, don't worry about." It. He said, "He's he's slow and he's dumb." He says, "All he really wants is corn." Says when you drive through the gate, there's going to be a little shed over to the left. He says, um, he, "He just grab some of that corn out of there, run out there, throw it down, and and just run off from it, and he'll he'll get he'll get the corn and leave you alone." Famous last word. Well, it was just like he said, man. We come through the gate, and here he comes. So I jump out of the truck, and I run over there, and I get the corn. I run out there, chunk it, and I keep running a little ways, turn around, see what he was going to do. <laughs> he goes right past that corn. <laughs> He's coming after me. <laughs> you know, an old farm truck up there. So I, I jump in the back of that thing. Well, my, I mentioned he's seven foot at the shoulders. That ain't high enough. So I had to get up on the cab. <laughs> And that thing was so mad that he was putting his horns under the wheel well of that truck and picking it off the ground. Whoa. And, uh, yeah, I know. And Barrett, I said, Barrett, shoot him. You got to shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he had bird shot, and he was pretty far off. But he had to shoot him about three times. Make it. He was mad, son. He was, he, was, he was mad at me about something. What, three did I give him enough corn? <laughs> huh? Yeah. Did yeah. I make enough pile of corn? Yeah, right, yeah. But anyway, he uh he went on, but I but that was the funny part of the story, but but later on, so we go squirrel hunting and the very first tree, Dutch's trees, and I said, Okay, Doug, that was my friend. I said, Doug, I see the squirrel, let me get him. And when I shot, they was twenty five squirrels come out of that tree. <laughs> Whoa, he did have a problem. I mean they went everywhere. And I said, dang gun, well, the next tree was like that. And the next tree, we wound up putting her up. You know, I just got, I went and put her back in the truck, and we just rode around shooting squirrels. I think we killed like 75 squirrels. <laughs> you didn't day. even need the dog. <laughs> no, you didn't need a dog. No. Uh, tell me how to get there so when I'm starting my next pup, I know where to go. Yeah, it was it was close to Huntsville, Texas. But no, I don't think outside that fence was like that. He had feeders everywhere. They had all it was all kind of animals in that thing. The Watusi's gone by now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. It may not be worth starting a dog there if you got to fight that thing. <laughs> well, Owen, we appreciate you. Do you want to plug your kennel and tell them where to find you, or if you got litters available, well, you want to do any plugging? No, I I appreciate that, Davin. I, I'm just a I'm I do it for me. Now, you know, when I do have a litter, you know, I keep one out of it and I sell it, but that's rare, like one litter a year. So I'm not a, I'm not in the business or anything, but, um, yeah, but my kennel name is, you know, is East Bowley Kennel. 
And where I came up with that, when I first got in it, everybody had, you know, blue water this, and everybody was named after a creek, it seemed like. So I said, okay, well, I'll just name it after my creek. We got a creek near me called East Bowley, so that's where that came from. Creeks are common. <clears throat> I'll agree with you on that. My, my buddy RB that, you know, I talked about him having beagles, he ended up trading around and got him a, a pretty good dog and uh, horrible name. So AKC wants their name. That's the name. Mm-hmm. You know, no change in names. But we went to first field trial with him, and of course he signed up, got his dog measured, all that good stuff. We sitting in there. They announced that dog. Said the uh, dog's name was Skinner Back Jack. <laughs> R.B. Sester. He dug his head as low as he could get at that table and just barely raised his hand. <laughs> he hated the name that much, huh? so owen we do appreciate you coming on the show appreciate you taking the time staying up late for us with my young kids it's always hard uh, to schedule these and so far it's it's gone good with guests and the guests have been gracious to let us call them at night so that works yeah well thank you uh davin and and chad i really i like i said earlier i'm honored yeah thank you i know i'm not the best interview but i appreciate you uh asking and I'm glad to have some Duchess and some Duke information recorded because the, about the third time they, the name Duchess popped up, that's when I told Chad, let's get over yeah. on. Let's talk to him. Let's learn about them dogs. <laughs> yeah. And I know, well, I don't, you may have already fed, but I always feed mine at night, so I got a dog I got to go feed. But yeah, Chad, that's right. But All Chad right, Owen, I appreciate good it. Talk. Good episode, good information, and, and look forward to seeing you. Yeah, no, you too. Thank you, Chad. We'll talk later. Hi, Jim. All right, I'll see you.